Each week we listen to an album, here's all of mine Just know it's gonna take about three hours of your time To hear us complain or face each other's taste But no matter what, at the end of the day We're just best friends who love different music We are earbuds, earbuds, earbuds This is Earbuds! Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Earbuds. If you're watching this on YouTube, first of all, thank you very much. Please like and subscribe and comment down below. Tell us everything you're thinking about. We want to know, we really do. Good or bad, good or bad. And if you don't want to watch it on YouTube, but you think that's your only option, no, no, no. Find us on all podcast platforms and follow us there. You can download the audio only episodes and listen to them on your way to freaking work, baby. Oh my God. Also, for the next several episodes, you're going to hear the show referred to as Turned Tables. That is not the truth. The show is Earbuds. We decided to change the name after we recorded a couple episodes. So deal with it. It's the same show. We're just calling it something else. Don't be so confused all the time. Comment down below if you think the name Turned Tables is better. There's nothing we're going to do to change it at this point, but just let us know. (laughs) Enjoy the show. This is Earbuds. This is the show where two best friends for over, God, what's it been? 15 years? I mean, <laughs> hello. We bring, <laughs> we bring one of our musical selections to the other who maybe hasn't heard it, mm-hmm. maybe hasn't delved into that side of, uh, because we, we have a similar music taste somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle, but our, our tastes uh, diverge. Diverge. Much a like a point. certain teen uh novel series <laughs> they're divergent tastes yes but we meet in the middle and so we say well let's so we've started let's do a quick recap we yep. started with the new fall boy album yes. here's one everyone can get on board with or not I, whatever yeah we we like it we like it so then we went to green day something we both like led to that mm-hmm. now it's now we're starting to take our little yes we might start going here and there some we're gonna like some, some we might not like not like i don't know but we're gonna discuss music the only thing we actually like. Yes. And we will find out what's really going on in each other's brains. And you're going to like it too because we're actually kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I think it's always interesting because growing up, uh, it always felt like music was something you couldn't discuss with anyone, mm. at least to me, because people would make fun of me for what I liked. No so matter I, what you like, yeah. you're going to get made fun of. And even you see those guys on TikTok and stuff, the little needle drop guy or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's like, this album sucks. And you're yeah. like, well, you suck. Yeah. What, so, what's your opinion to me? <laughs> who are you? And so and we're going to talk about music. Well, and go, you know, sometimes people don't. I think music is kind of personal. You of go course. to concerts and everyone likes that and you make friends. But outside of that, it's like. Never happened to me. But, okay, yeah, me ahead. neither. You like what you like, and then no, that has happened to me. Okay, go ahead. You try to show, or you you have that on, and someone doesn't have the same knowledge of this band or the same background with them, or right. and it just isn't the same. Mm-hmm. Trying to play like a playing a song out of context for someone just seems like bad news. Yeah, and I, I've always been of the opinion you have to listen to the full album. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing a play a Spotify playlist. I'm not doing anything. If there's a song I hear that I like, I'm gonna listen to the full al- album and get a get a lay of the land. So that's why I was excited when you brought mm. one of your favorite bands. Is it safe to say your favorite band? Top three. 
top three. Okay, we'll get into the top three yeah. eventually. I was thinking about it because I said, "What's the the band that I have the most shit of?" Mm. Is the is is Descendants. Descendants. So off of Green Day, I said, "Let's go back to there." Because we talked about doing the replacements mm-hmm. briefly. I did listen to one of their albums, mm. and it is good. It's right in my wheelhouse, and I said, "Well, we should have done that." But I'm trying to start the show on our the what premise, we said from the premise. we're going to yeah. do. But it is that this 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 is kind of my pocket here. To use a phrase I used this just this weekend. This is my bag. Yes. This this area of, of punk music. Yeah. 80s, 90s, today. <laughs> <laughs> punk punk rock with a little with a little tongue in your cheek, isn't it? Yes. Everything around this era is great. And how I love how with Descendants, they've inspired they inspired Green Day. Sure. Blink 182, sure. stuff we'll get to later. Mm-hmm. Bunch of bands. They've also been in a bunch of different bands. Their drummers in Black Flag. He's produced a bunch of stuff. All these bands all kind of co-mingle. They all know each other. All these bands. <gasps> so we, I said, what's one that I think Landon might like? Just mm-hmm. knowing that he likes mm, duty humor. and It's kind of a fun, upbeat. This is, this is what I like. This type of tempo. Yeah. This music, which is what will surprise you about my other favorite bands in the top three. <laughs> But uh, this is this is up there for me. Yeah, every almost everything they put out, mm. great. There's a couple songs I can't listen to. Okay, we'll get to those. Maybe on this album. No. Yeah, these are all good. Yeah, pretty solid. There's one on another album that's just basically them farting, ah. and I. <laughs> yeah, I think I read something about that. I just gotta go to the next song. So I'll tell you what my experience with this band is. I've never listened to a single second of any mm-hmm. of it. And it's odd because I do know that you have many markers of being a super fan of this band, including, but not limited to, tattoos on your very flesh. Mm. So it's always been something that, like, oh, I'll get to that eventually. Because, uh, you know, what? You, this, is, this is kind of the exercise of the podcast. We want to get to know each other better. Mm-hmm. But it is a it is a I'm not gonna make someone listen no, to something. Of right? course not. And you don't wanna go, I'm gonna listen to that, and then what if you don't like it? Well, that's always kind of been in the back <clears throat> of my mind. I I don't know, you know. Yeah. So then I listen to uh listen to it for this. If I can in some way uh be forced to do it, that makes it fine. I think that goes along even even my uh my girlfriend. Well, this is. I'd say this is maybe one of her top three favorite bands too. Just coincidentally, uh-huh. both like them. But there was a, there's another band I listened to that has now throughout. She has become one of her favorite bands, and she's like, "This is one of the best albums I've ever listened to from this other band." And she said, "I actually didn't think I would like them because of a specific other band you listened to that I don't like." And for some reason, I thought because you like that band. This band would sound like that band. Can we just use the names of these no. bands? No. Yeah, we. <laughs> they okay. So, Touche Amore, who will probably come up. She loves this band now, okay. and she goes, "I just because of their name, and I know you mm-hmm. listen to some blues folk music from City and mm-hmm. Color." She's mm-hmm. like, "It's just something I'm not into." Sure. I kind of thought it would sound like that. Gotcha. And. It doesn't. It doesn't. So I was like, why did you think that? Why didn't you listen to it? And she's like, well, I just, it's the same thing. I was like, well, yeah. I don't, 
want to listen to it, I guess. <laughs> and yeah. like, it just seemed like, and now even with that stuff, she's like, well, now that I listen to it more, I kind of like, both are kind of good, yeah. like, you know? Well, that's good. So and we'll go. get okay. to that. We'll get to that later. But it's, it's just something where you don't want to then tell people to listen to something. Cause if you like it and they all, someone says, I think that's uh, bad. Yeah. You feel like shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll get into this album then. Yeah. So uh, this band, let me read the little, the little thing that the little first part of what's on Apple Music here. Okay. 2004 is cool to be you was the sixth Descendants album in 22 years, mm -hmm. thereby proving that while their productivity was intermittent, uh, their relevance to the punk community was undiminished. Milo Ackerman, the bespeckled biochemistry student who became the band's early figurehead and the inspiration for its famous line-drawn mascot, was past 40 at the time of this recording, but they still are good. So, uh, blah, 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 at this time... Says. Blink-182 had eclipsed them in terms of popular success, but they still embodied an authentic, unmatched, uh, younger pop-punk feel, whatever. I think they are the band that sort of started pop-punk, this this sort of mm. sound. And I had you listen to this one, like I said, just because I really don't think there's anything on here that I don't like. Yeah. And it it's a newer one. The recording's good. They all sound great. Mm -hmm. um should we get into the first song what do we want to do here yeah i i will say that i i started listening to their first album mm. and i said actually you know what i don't want to taint because i told i think i told you last time i would do a little more background mm. but i decided actually you know what i don't think i want to i don't think i should i want to go into this one this is the one you picked yep let's just do this so I stopped listening to the old one, and I listened to this like uh, 80 more times instead. And I don't have any uh, – I love their first album and stuff, but it's just – you don't want to say, here's the first thing they ever did. Yeah, well, and that's always the thing too. Like I love Green Day like we talked about, but I don't care to really listen to their first couple albums because it's not well recorded. It's not. It's not who they want to be. That, and then we talked yeah. about Fall Out Boy. They don't even consider their first album mm -hmm. their first album because they're not artistically where they actually want to be yet. I think so, some of my favorite bands, I have some where the first two or three albums, I just, they're not for me. Yeah. And they will rarely play the stuff. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Same with this band. Some of the songs on that first album, I, they've said, like, we're not, we don't mm -hmm. feel that way right. anymore. <laughs> like, right. we're we're not... We were 14 when we wrote those. Yeah. No yeah. one was supposed to hear this. Right. And now we're actually cool and old. Which is interesting because in, someday we'll get to a band that I think their first album is actually their best. There are a couple that I will yeah. probably pick their first album too. So so anyway, let's go ahead. Let's get into this one. The first song's called Talking. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh... is a punk chorus alone, on the phone. Are 
Nope. Oh, I just freaked him. He's a little nervous. Okay, there we go. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. He's a little nervous. I know they're going to listen to this, so I'm just a little... <laughs> this one was written by Milo, according to Wikipedia. Their drummer usually writes most of their songs. That's what I was reading. And then they will take turns um, writing lyrics for songs. But usually Bill is the one... Bill Stevenson, right? yes. yes, he's a big, big producer now. Does guy can't big, lose. big, yeah, he's big behind them drums. Mm. Uh, great, great way to start an album, yep. in my opinion. I I think it's a perfect sort of uh, opening statement, if you will, mm-hmm. about. I mean, as far as even the. Musically, it's like Im- immediately catchy, but also like off in mm-hmm. a way. Like the syncopation is there's something going on musically that's like, and this it happens a few times throughout the album where it's like, I can't quite get a, I can't quite get a foot on what's going on, and then mm-hmm. it goes into the song. And you're like, oh yeah, there's something about them with. Uh... Bill, especially the drummer, he never, none of them really, I think, had lessons. Sure. It was just, I told you on the first album, he just mm-hmm. found a bass and wrote bass parts yeah. and just figured it out. And same with drums. Mm-hmm. And I think there's kind of this, none of them are technically, it's just you're playing punk music and they're finding yeah. kind of weird, interesting ways to do it. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics in this, all of these are like, the choruses are all ca- it's all sort of like simple statements sometimes, but it's like every song has a good chorus, I think. Yeah. For the most part. I mean the musically, yes, I agree. <laughs> Lyrically, we'll get into some stuff that I don't think is good. But Well, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I also think that that's part of the charm and probably part of the point almost. I don't know much about their philosophy or anything like that, but well, we'll talk about it. Okay, I might know what you're talking about. But okay, we'll get to. It. I've, I, but what, it, like with this or any pop punk like Newfound Glory, sometimes it's yeah. simple and so it's like, yes. but it's so catchy. That's the, the thing. Chord, yes. You're not saying like the most profound thing. No, this is about probably being on tour. I think. Yeah, and you are fighting with someone, and not getting, and you're like. Maybe we'll figure it out when we're in person. Right. Like, all we can do right now is talk on the phone. Yeah. Yada da yada da. And you go yada da 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 da. You don't like that? No, I do. Okay. Good. I, I like that. That's cool. And it's funny. I, I, so many of these songs are just kind of funny. And you're like, yeah. And the bass line is always great. So, there's that. I love the chorus too. You get the, you get the, you think it's going one way and then it goes another way and then it elevates to the second part of the chorus. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Let me lyric look up the lyrics. Let me lyrically look at this. I'm out here alone talking on the phone and then it goes down to like the weird Mm -hmm. tensions are rising. It's never surprising. And then it goes up and then it elevates up to this is the way it goes. Should I play this? Yeah. Maybe this is the. I'm out here alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go down. Yeah. Yep. That's good. So, good way to start an album. 
great start, and then we go into uh, nothing with you. Is number two potentially a better song? I think so. Go ahead. I don't wanna move. I'll just sit here in my living room and see what's on the You just want to go to the show. That's what I love. I wanna see it live. Yep. Still great live. Just saw him last year. Love that. Milo wears a little water bottle on him. I watched he's old. I watched some live videos and he has a little strap on his glasses and he's just yeah. he's just looking like a old he's guy. Just like dad guy. Yeah. And he's just and still some of the, the most energetic shows I've been to. Yeah, it looked like a good time. So very fun. But this is just about hanging out with someone you love. Yeah. Not wanting to do anything, right? Which is funny because so as we pointed out last week with Green Day, so many of the songs mm-hmm. have the similar. It's it's all kind of, and that's just punk, isn't it? That's like why I thought of this album. Yeah, because of this song. And it is funny because sometimes I I bristle at this, where it's like, you are fifty now. Mm-hmm. How, how are you still just talking about the same shit? Mm-hmm. But I've kind of come around on that with. Bling Ray 2, No Fun Glory, all these people who are basically writing the same song that they did mm-hmm. when they were 20. I used to get mad at it, but now I think I'm fine with it. There's also no way to win because if you change right. it up, people right. are going to be like, that's not what we liked about you. Even right. with with Green Day, whatever. Yeah. But then it's like, if you do the same thing, then people will say, yeah. and this is, I like their sound. Yeah. I like his voice. So I'm like, when they put out new stuff, it all kind of follow. They're not going out of their lane, right? But I'm like, but I like, it's like their newest album. Mm-hmm. They are like 50, whatever, and it's like, yeah, it's great. They're doing the <laughs> right. same. It's like the same stuff, but right, it's right, like right. new version, new songs, new ideas of that stuff. Sure. This is this is fun, and it's not supposed. I mean, like, what, where is it? Let's see here. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, we didn't. <laughs> Yeah. That's when I realized I know why you like them. Because <laughs> they like this. <laughs> the bass is always the best part to me. And it's so high in the mix. Yeah. You can just hear it just doing its own thing. Huh? He's just riding around up there. And so, so often it's just up high. Yeah. I love that. And I think uh, that was a Mark Hoppus said that was why he plays his bass the way he plays. Makes sense. Because I I love when a bass player will do that in a song, Mm -hmm. but usually it's held back. Like usually they don't do it. It's just at a certain point when they need to hit that next level for like the last chorus or like a bridge or something. But they're kind of just doing it all the time. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) And Carl, who's their bassist, now and for this album, he he wrote some of these, so I think he Carl, you're doing fine. He gets to get in there and do his thing. Hey Carl, good job. Hey Carl, <laughs> um, now I like this song a lot. Great second song. Yep, yeah, I do like it better than the first song. Yeah, but I think the first song is a good way to get back into what was it? 
whatever six years after the last one and yeah you gotta you gotta remind people what we're about yeah that's why i think i like how it's how the first song just starts kind of like a cacophony of noise almost yeah and like you're just like yeah my guys are back yep. i assume is how you would feel that's how i felt when i was 10 <laughs> came out <laughs> next one now we're getting it can i say one little piece before we yeah. get it? some of this song, you know how people are like uh elon musk is the most divorced man mm-hmm. on twitter because he's doing certain things that are like just seem kind of sad yeah some of these songs yeah i don't know if anyone was even divorced it might just be hypothetical whatever yep some of these songs are like all right <laughs> i understand you're upset that your ex-wife didn't like you touring mm-hmm. i understand that your girlfriend's mad and she has custody of your kid because mm-hmm. you're always gone we'll get to maddie <laughs> <laughs> but but this is also yes there is the they are the losers right and this is where I think they think even I mean, there's some of this on this album as you're getting into song three, mm. but some of their old songs of sort of being the loser character, mm-hmm. right? Right. People are like, okay, that's we get that shtick. But uh, that's I think who they are. And at this point they're forty and they're probably trying to write about what they're going through. Uh-huh. But there's a lot of songs about not someone doesn't want to be with them or, you know. And that's where these, I think, pop punk bands started to get there. Like, oh, we can write songs about that. Like, we yeah. have bad relationship stuff. Or this one doesn't read to me as if they if they think they're in the wrong or like, yeah. I I don't know. It this one does. Go ahead and play let's it. get it's, into it's, it, and then we'll talk about all it. All right, go ahead. And I'm not married to any of these songs. If we want to drop them off the record, we can. <laughs> Hey, the guy writing this doesn't seem to be married either. <laughs> Who wrote these lyrics? Do we know? This is Carl. So maybe you don't Shit. like Carl. <laughs> Lyrically, Carl is weak. <laughs> Bass-wise, Carl is a god. I love this I do part. like this part, though. Yeah. I like the song, Joey. Take these down. I feel No, no, come on. Come on. (laughs) This is why we shouldn't have done this. (laughs) I'm scared for whatever bullshit you think. No. This, no, no. Okay, let's. I love the pre-chorus. And then it gets back into talking about it. Yeah. I don't mind the lyrics. I think uh, people write about the shit they're going through. Of course. It's it's a one-sided thing, right? Yeah. And that's, I I understand. And I think, I think especially this type of music Mm. from this, maybe that time period too, or Mm. this is, this is essentially a 20 year old album at this point. Also. That's true. This is 2004. A lot of these songs that we look back on, I'll listen to Newfound Glory, mm. right? And a lot of songs are like, okay, you didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> you know, it's like... Well, yeah, yeah, I know. I just... there, And then we get into some other stuff later in the album where 
it just seems like it seems like a child's version or like a teenager's version of how stuff happens. And to me, some stuff, I know I just said I don't mind that, mm-hmm. but some stuff, I do mind that. <laughs> I don't know. It's some Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, I guess, for me. Well, and not to keep going back to New Fun Glory, it's just in my head, but like their newest album. I don't like any of the lyrics. It's just like <laughs> you are a certain age. And I I feel that way about this, but I also give them some leeway because – in my head, especially when I was growing up listening to them. Mm. So I was 12 when this came out, and I probably started listening to them, I don't know, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. Everything to me was like the same. I didn't know this came out two years ago versus the album that came out in 1982. Sure. it To me, was guys that were singing about this stuff when yeah. they were younger. Yeah. And they do have such a – the air of the band is like – we're just guys singing about stuff like that just happened to gain popularity. Sure. There's no importance of like, this is right. Like if you're in a relationship oh no, and, and I, your wife breaks up with you, it's her fault. You know, like I tried everything. Yeah. I don't even really mean it that way. It just, it feels a little more sad than like, <laughs> then yeah, we'll get to track nine. Okay. I I don't I, musically like I said musically I like it I love the little pre-chorus into the chorus it just it, well they do have songs too where it's like when you listen to them you're like this is great all this music is fat but but then you some of the lyrics are like okay and that's some of their older stuff some yeah. of their older albums you and they've got a lot of output because even all mm-hmm. is just them without Milo mm-hmm. which everyone's mad about if you watch their documentary which I have several times. And the guys in that band are so sad. The really? guys that were the singers that they interviewed, oh. like everyone just shouted Milo at me. It's like, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. It's yeah, a that, voice. That okay. Sound. What do you think about this then? Okay. Here's the week. This one's weak to you. The week. Yep. <laughs> oh, this is Carl too. According to my... Yeah. And Dog and Pony Show. He's mad about stuff. Carl's going through some stuff. (laughs) Aha! Uh, again, I like the music. I agree with the politics. Mm-hmm. I, and this is a time when everyone was kind of having their moment mm-hmm. to say, I'm not happy with what's going on right now. Guess what just happened a couple of years at, uh, before this. You ever been to New York? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I get it. I like it. from what I read, this was like their first foray into being political in any kind of way. Yeah. Yep. As far as I can recall. Yes. Yeah. Which I mean, is it that they're not really saying? I mean, I it is like one of those things where you agree with it, 
and you go to me again it feels like and i maybe so it's just what? carl okay because it it feels to me again like a middle schooler's understanding mm-hmm. of or just like a, a, a and not that you need to be nuanced in a mm-hmm. protest punk song you know i don't want people to get the That's wrong idea i, I understand care. yeah yeah <laughs> i just because you go see it live and you're all shouting with people that are on yeah, your side yeah, and you're understand. happy and yeah and you finish up and drink go home yeah do it do it <laughs> You gotta know the truth before you say you got pride. You got to. You do. (laughs) You do. I'm not disagreeing with any of it. It just it feels like something I would have written in middle school Mm. after I listened to American Idiot and was like, yeah, (laughs) you know. But again, and I'm not gonna defend everything I play on this show. I'm already, there's some lyrics I listen, when I'm starting to listen to, like, you're going to listen to it. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Someone's going to hear this. But it is, like, this is, they're just four, they're just a couple guys that are like, here's another, here's a punk song. After the first listen, I was like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. And then by the, I listened to this album probably 30 times in the last week. That's insane. Well, that's why you said you didn't have time to listen to other stuff. Yeah. Well, I wanted to. I want to give it the time it deserves. Yeah. And uh, you are listening to it in a different way than I heard it. When well, that's I the thing. I'm a this, 30 year old who yeah. has my life's right uh, context. Yeah. I'm not 12 listening mm-hmm. to it, and I'm sure at the if I was 12 listening to it, because people listening to this right now will be like, Ow. or if if we ever get to <laughs> American Idiot, yeah, like people don't think that that album's good and think mm-hmm. it's like cheesy and stuff which it probably is listening to it now yeah but in that period of time it it changed our whole generation's uh sort of r- reaction to politics mm-hmm. and like involvement in politics which i'm sure this would too if i had heard it you know, well, yes, yeah, it's, it's always about where your, you hear yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I, I, I understand all that. And I think by, like I said, by the 30th time, well, not even, it didn't take me to the 30th time. I listened to it four or five times and then kind of, I got it. Mm. I started to get it. Like, uh, this is the charm of these guys. We're not, this isn't poetry. Mm. This is punk. We're not doing this to show you a nuanced point of view. We're showing you our point of view, which I, is this sucks. I think it's all reactionary, which is what punk is. Something happens, and some songs on this album, like I, I'll talk about further, but like this one is, I think, reactionary. Here's yeah. how I feel about this. Like, yeah. All these people that are even more so now. That's the thing is you always listen to this and it's like, man, stuff's just worse. You feel bad. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's like bands like Anti-Flag that are, they just put out like their 10th album and it's like the same. Mm -hmm. It's like, but what's changing? They're just still mad about like America. (laughs) And it's like, it is that where you're like, man, they still feel this. Like nothing is. They haven't. They haven't helped anything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it's like every song is kind of the same now. I think this is like it was 
uh, novel for them to do this, but they, and they've, they've gotten more into it. Like I have a seven inch they put out when Donald Trump was president. That's very much like this. We can't do this. Yeah. Like there's homophobes, blah, blah. You know, it's like, well, it's like when Jim Gaffigan finally went on a Twitter tirade when Trump was president <laughs> and lost probably half of his fan base. That reminds me. I got to text my dad back. <laughs> I guess we're uh, we're gonna go see him. Yeah, I guess yeah, I gotta yeah, tell yeah. him we're free. Yeah, um, <laughs> you and me. <laughs> but that uh, I'm sure you know you you're doing a thing and then you become so fed up with stuff that you're like, well, I have a platform. I have to do mm-hmm. something about this. It's just for me this song, as a 30 year old in 2023, felt a little. Not not as substantive as I would have liked a political punk protest song to be. I'm sorry. Yeah, for, I know. For me, since we're doing a couple of these before we put the show out, sure. I think we should just not do the show. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm I'm happy with your take on it. Yay! I'm not here to if if I really do like a song, I'm going to tell you. I think it's fun. That's where I stand with this band. There's bands I listen to where I'm like, these songs are important to me. Right. And these are in a different way. Yeah. This is just what I what my brain likes. This is what my brain sounds like, you know? And I'm with you. I like I, all these. I like this song. What about, I like all these songs. What about the next song? What's the next one? Uh, Dog and Pony Show. It's fine. This is a Carl song. I know. <laughs> Actually, I do like this one. I love that. <laughs> Carl, Carl can do whatever the hell he wants if he gives me a baseline like that. No, yeah, this song is great. I like this song because uh, I can sort of relate to it. What? I do a lot of cocaine. <laughs> I think the song is about part parties suck, right? Is that not what? I, what are you getting from it? I'm getting people going to a bar. Yeah, they're kind of observing it from not necessarily a place of being above it, but yeah, like kind of being introspective about what what's actually going on here, and they're and from a very negative point of view. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that's maybe where I take a stand on it at, at 30 in the year 2023. We have to keep saying that now. How old are we? <laughs> no, are. no, no. But I think. We're 20. I, this not. That's. Oh, the, wait. Shut up. <laughs> oh, we missed my. I like how he says tight. Yeah. Tight. Sounds like Weird Al. <laughs> you know what this sounds like to me? Well, that part especially is, uh, yeah, say anything. Um, Just the way that uh, Max Bemos eats every, <laughs> every syllable, syllable <laughs> with his tongue sticking out. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, which I'm sure he was inspired by. Oh, he must be. Let's ask him. Okay, we'll Mr. Get- Bemos. We'll get, we'll get him on the show. I yeah. think you have to pay him or something. Yeah. But uh, 
I like this song. Yeah. It is sort of a negative. I think all their songs are a little tongue in cheek too. That's the thing. Yeah. I don't take anything super seriously, but I think this is their, their kind of dorks that don't drink or do drugs. And they even said when they started the band, like a lot of punk at the time was like people doing heroin. It was like, right. The germs or sex piss. It was all this stuff that was about the partying actor aspect. And we're like, we go to school. Like Milo goes to college is about him literally going to college to become a biochemist. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I, I, I like that a lot. And, and that he, was my feeling about these things. Yeah. We had friends that party. I had roommates that partied. And I was like, I don't It's the dog and pony show, do. man. I was like, this is a freaking dog and pony show. They're telling me to buzz off. But because they're also mad about, like, the women. They're, they're saying, like, they don't care. But then it's like they're also being told to. They're being rejected also. Yes. Because it's just it, they don't have a place there. It's not for them, and they're so they're mad that they don't like it, but they're also mad be, that they're not that they able don't. to fit in. Yeah, and they are forty, saying this. Well, that's but you fun. write about your life. Oh, now you like it. Well, if the song is good, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really does come down to that, doesn't it? Yeah. Do we have anything more to say about this one? I like it, and I like the fact that it is. This seems the least on the nose as far as like, well, the fact that we feel like it could even be up for interpretation mm. in any way, which it, there are some parts there at the end where it's like, oh, yeah, that yeah, I understand. But just, I don't know, it's using some figurative language and there's a little more, uh, not that I need that, but mm. I'm just, I like it. Yeah. I like when a when a writer is writing... You don't have to tell me exactly how you're feeling. Tell okay, me. but we're going to get to those albums, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I like know. this, this is, or this. That's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm saying. I <laughs> but I like that they have that. But don't tell Carl bit. to do something that he doesn't want to do. I said Carl can do Just anything. a lot of sad people <clears throat> caught in between desire and despair. I guess I'll see you there. Like that. That's like great. That's, that's more poetic than anything else he's He said. doesn't like it, but he's like, I, you know. I do want to, I want to fit in. Yeah. Which is always their stupid little thing they, they're saying. It's not stupid. It's good. No. I think we're done. I like, I like this song from Carl. Okay. So we've got this one, which is about, you know, the drugs and the smexing and having smacks. And, and finding one's place and all of it. Yep. And so that's kind of a deeper song. Mm-hmm. This one's called Blast Off. favorite song on the album me yeah is your name landon i didn't hear what you said <laughs> i can't hear I'm listening to my favorite song <laughs> <laughs> no you're gonna be shocked with what i have to say about this <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Jalapeno, habanero, burning all y'all, head on arrow, peeking you, come in the loo, they're gonna get ya, they're gonna get ya too, you know the breath things in the compound, don't say I didn't warn you now, take the time to pick them out, all the spider gets crazy and
They're talking about pooping. <laughs> yeah. Just to give you a little idea, when I first heard this song, I didn't catch that. That when I was a kid. Oh, sure. Then like later listening through, I was like, oh no. Well, the the first time I listened to it, I was like half listening to the mm-hmm. lyrics. I was just I just threw it on. Kind I of just in the background. Well, he kept saying blast off at Kicker. I was like, what the the hell is this about? (laughs) But then the second time when I was doing it more uh, as a research, I, yeah. yeah. And the spider is certainly insane. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's probably my least favorite song on the album. Okay. But you didn't laugh? Does that hurt your feelings? Did you laugh? Yeah. It's funny. No, I didn't. I just told you I skipped the song where they're farting in the van. And I've seen them do that one live too. I'm like, you don't have to do this one. Last off? No, there's no, one the called one. Van where it's just about them farting in their van. Sure. Look, I, I like I like stuff like that. I usually find it funny. You're above the you were just listening <laughs> to this one on your in your golden throne. <laughs> Not no, funny. It was funny. I'm laughing. It's I'm just laughing. not. I, I like most every song better. Well, because so the other hard? ones kind of have so? a. This is sort of a. It's the fun song. Fun song, right? Yeah, I'm fine with that. It's Blink One Eighty Two made a career out of it. Yep. They they and they made them their singles. Mm-hmm. And what songs do you like better? The ones that aren't those ones. Of course. Yeah. So, so what else do we have to say about this? It's funny. It's fun. It's funny. It's. You know, yes, yeah, that's it. Now we do this one. This is good. Milo wrote this one. What? He can kind of be silly and serious. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> Walter Mitty it's life. weird that they invented Walter Mitty. I know. And then Ben still ben made Sir. the movie years later. Well, he was inspired by the fan. Shut up. Ew. Okay. And do you think that's a Simpsons thing? <laughs> yeah. He's like, Burns! Burns! I'm kidding. I forget that people don't know that we try to be funny. We try fan, to... Fans of this show. Uh, yeah, we have to be sincere in this show, and it makes me sweaty. <laughs> I love this song. Good one. Yep. To me. Good song about just doing your dreams. Just do your dreams. Dang it. Uh, I like it. I mean, I, yeah, I don't have much else to say about it. It's good. It's, yeah. Is it my favorite from the album? No, but it's in the, it's in the, the upper, I would say. Yeah. Well, I it's mean, it's kind of in the middle, I guess, actually. We're hitting the middle of the album here. Yeah. But th- this is where you hide a song like this, where it's not exactly. Now we're, it's getting, just a good album track. What do you, it's good. We're getting to another Carl one, which I'll say before I hear what you have to say. Go ahead. One of my favorites of their songs. One of my favorites. One of my favorites. Nope. What is that? Wrong show. Cool to be you. 
I don't believe in unity. It's just one more abandoned dream. Once the people get together, it's easy to see. It's just a matter of time before they come after me. But it must be pretty cool to be you with your brothers at your back protecting you. Must be pretty cool to know you belong. This gets me a thought. So I guess this Carl's kind of a an enigma to me because <laughs> he's exactly he's right at fifty percent for me and being the two two of my favorites from the album and two of the two of my lessers. Well, and yeah, I'm just surprised that uh, he wrote. I didn't realize he wrote. I mean, when they say writer, it's like are all the lyrics his? What's they're going probably on all here? helping. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, so yeah, but then it, it goes through a couple different more scenarios with, I just love the chorus. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm envious. It's true, but it must be cool to be you. Yeah. And I like, uh, this part. Yeah. It must be cool. <laughs> yeah. Wait, hey, hey. Oh, sorry. 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 Come on. Must be cool. Must be cool. Now this is good. A takedown of the, uh, the church takedown of the church about a takedown of families yeah but it's it's taking it down a way that's saying i wish i had that yeah maybe a song you did or didn't hear from their first album suburban home which no. was written by a member of a member of the band that is no longer in the band because i believe he is and i know he is dead <laughs> like he he was a he's kind of a wild card but their song suburban home everyone thinks it's sort of a takedown of suburban life and he said, "No, it's I. It's I, what I want. want. Yeah. yeah, like he's like I'm. I'm saying it earnestly because like my parents are like divorced. I don't see my like I want that. Yeah. I want that stability. You go interesting. You yeah. want. You wish you had. Great. You've got this religion that you know makes you feel like you're right about everything. Yeah. Cool. Great. It's great. You have a family. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because it is. Yeah, I think." I think probably a lot of uh, it's kind of a universal sentiment, probably with the, even people who who hate, you know, mm-hmm. from from either side of whatever the the issue is. I imagine there is some form of jealousy or, or envy that goes on that's not stated mm-hmm. and maybe not even known, but there always is that sort of. Like what? What's the root of you being mad at this? Yeah, there could be some form of wanting it, mm-hmm. and not having it is what makes you mad about it. I I love this song. Yeah, I do think. Uh, let's see. I was raised in the church, and I was told to believe. I wonder if God believes in me. Mm-hmm. That's a little. People always say that. I'm like, what are you talking about? I wonder if God believes in me. Mm-hmm. I just find I'm like I. It's one of those phrases. People like. What does God even believe? Like, I don't believe in God. Does he believe? I just hear that a lot in things about yeah. where it's not really saying anything. No. It's like, well, if he was real, I guess he would. I don't know. Like, <laughs> Well, yeah. If if God were real, of course, God would believe. Yeah. In the it's one of those things where when you think created. about it, I'm just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. 
but it is a it's sound it, it usually kind of sounds good. I love the chorus even this I I just like how this sounds Yeah I just want to listen to it Yeah Yeah Ready It must be pretty cool to be you with your holy faith sustaining you mm-hmm. it must be pretty cool to know you belong Mhm I mean that's all you need to know right there Yeah because you can take it, you can take it either way. It must be pretty cool. Or, That's what I love about it. Yes, I'm envious. It's true. Yeah. But must be cool to be you. Yeah. But you're mad because they've got. Must be cool that you can fly all over and have first class and go to Dubai and post about it online. Great. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking to me? Yeah. It was one time. <laughs> If you have to be on a plane so long that you have to get up and walk around so you don't get blood clots, good for you. Yeah. Mr. Must long be cool. Flight Man. But Mr. also, long flight man. must be kind of cool. Must be kind of cool. Yeah. All right. I wish I had that. I'll throw this one on. This is, uh, this is Maddie. This is actually the first song that Bill writes on the album. Yeah. It's interesting. That is interesting. I will say that um, he did have a brain tumor. Damn it. Isn't that bass though? Is that to turn it off? <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's get to where I my jaw drops. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not what I thought it was about. Well, when it starts with "Come on, baby, we gotta get our clothes on," yeah, you kind of are imagining a couple people who have just been naked with each yeah. other for whatever types. Perhaps one laid on top of the other, perhaps. or the other laid on top, or sat up on top of the other. Different from- iterations of naked people mm-hmm. doing something. Yes, but yes, once you sort of find out that he's talking about, it's about a like a two-year-old his daughter mm-hmm. and we got to get clothes on because you got to go because i got to take you to whatever the 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 absolute bitch who took you from me yes <laughs> is what i imagine someone might be saying in this situation i'll see your you'll see you'll see your brother in a week or three here's a picture of me Where just don't let them see because they're not that fond of me mm-hmm they're going to tell you that I'm not real. <laughs> and then later on, he's like, but I am real. <laughs> uh, Keep it's just such, I don't know. There's some lines in here that just aren't even a song. It is which, a lot of just kind of talking, right? That's what irritates me about it. More than like, like there's not really a chorus or a, not yeah. that I need that. No, it's but, just, you think it kind of meanders? And... It just kind of, yeah. Instead of fighting over you, yeah, I'll be the one. I'll be invisible. And there's no way they can brainwash you. I'll well, see you through. And this is why, because they have another song called I'm the One, mm-hmm. which is about a relationship, mm-hmm. which came up before this one, which mm-hmm. is another thing that made me think, oh, he's kind of referencing another relationship song, but it's actually about his kid. Yeah. He did say, 
And it is funny because we are we know someone kind of going through a similar. <laughs> we do. It's about a guy who's basically his. So you are getting one a one side of this, right? Yeah, it's kind of your like. Who do I know who's going? We'll talk about it off oh, air. Okay. You ever heard of Bill Clinton? Oh. Uh, so you are getting one side of this story about sort of a bad relationship, right? Mm-hmm. The mom is telling the kid, your dad's stupid. He's in a stupid band. Yeah, he's not making any money. He can't support us. Right. He, I know he said in an interview, they asked him about that song mm-hmm. because he was like, my daughter is, my daughter Maddie's 25. I've been married for 22 years. Mm-hmm. And his daughter is obviously from a different relationship sure. from the wife he's been married to for 22 years. And they're like, do you want to talk about that song? And he was like, no, not really. And sure. um, <laughs> he said, I, he's like, they said, do you ever explain the lyrics of your songs to your kids? Which was kind of a weird, stupid question. Cause I'm like, their songs are not like, it's what not, do you have to explain to them? <laughs> it's not hard to decipher. Really? It's but a then, song called Maddie. Yeah. And he was like, well, not really except for Maddie. I did like a couple years ago. Cause I wrote it when she was a kid. He's like, yeah. I sat her down and explained <laughs> why I wrote this song about the situation. And her being in. a 23 year old woman was like, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, I know. I know what happened with my, you and my mom. <laughs> no, that's, I, you know, it's not a bad, I, I'm sure something like this is very hard. I'm sure lots of things. And when, when was this experience? Happen? Because there's the line of uh, punk rock won't pay the bills. Mm-hmm. I was like, I think you're probably pretty fine. Well, but I imagine this is being told from the perspective of someone young. Yeah. Trying to make it in the music industry when no one wants to take a chance and you're not getting money. So I understand that. But it's always funny from like the perspective of someone who's a millionaire. Well, I I would also say that their their fan base has sort of been there's those first couple albums came out mm. and they did all and they've always been touring and it wasn't until maybe in the last decade or so where mm-hmm. they realized people were still wanting to see them. It right. was one of those where they came back because they're like, we started doing this again because people kept asking. Right. Sort of like an American football sort of situation. Sure. They're like, Oh, people are listening to this shit. So yeah, I, I, mean, I think I, it is like, they're not, um, I know they're not, they weren't like ever mainstream. I, yeah. But you're telling me Bill has been a big time producer for I don't years. Know big time. What's the you biggest? said big. I meant big, and he's done a lot. Oh, he's done a lot of albums. He's done like what's the biggest band? Maybe like Rise Against or Silverstein, like some more commercial bands. How, how much with, money do you need to raise a kid? I think like seventeen dollars a week, probably. So you probably make that. Hold on, wait a minute. Your question is how. <laughs> Your question was, how much money do you need to raise raise a a kid? kid. And your answer to that was about a week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you said $17, and I was saying, yeah, probably $17 a week. Oh, a week. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just just kidding. But it is always – that's always funny to me. But I know it's from a point of view. But isn't that coming from from his – Yeah, from when it was happening. From her point of view, though, in that like – your, she's your dad's on the road. Like, punk rock doesn't She's pay saying bills. that right. to her. Right. I just think you would be able to say, well, yeah, it does. Hymns, yeah. But I, I don't I, think it does. Well, no, not at that point. That's what I'm saying. I, I understand. But 
Well, even up to the their next album, which is twelve years later, Milo's just he was a college professor. He's a biochemist. And then they would just do this. They weren't, you know. I know, but don't you think they probably could have if they didn't break up every after every you album? You think bands make more money than they make? No, I don't. I don't. I just think. No, I think they realize that too, though. They're like, oh, we can. And then, because when he got uh, let go from his job as a biochemist, spoiler alert, oh. he got, I think, laid off from their col- the college. Yikes. And they're like, we got Because I think what they realized, he's like, we like hanging out. And we realize if we just book shows, we can all hang out. Yeah. So it was like a hobby thing at that point. Like, we can sure. do these because people still care. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know about... I, the song just doesn't have a... It's weird that it's like the first song on the B-side. Just in terms of sequencing for me, because I'm like, it's not really like a... It is kind of all over the place and just... Yeah, which, I mean, our, as a piece of art telling this story, it makes sense. You know? These are all just the frantic, tragic thoughts of a man who thinks his daughter's being brainwashed away from him and un unright unrighteously taken from him. So it in that way it does make sense that the the song is kind of all over the place in a way. And he won, it sounds like. His daughter's with him. He was right. He was right. We'll have fun every day, huh? This dirty scoundrel tried to take her away from him. Um it's it is a personal song that's very I think it is like I said reactionary to a situation he's dealing with. Yeah. And you're you're going to write a song about that. Mm-hmm. And that's punk. Yeah. Is it my favorite song on the album? No. Yeah. I just there there's a there's a better song on this album that's about something very personal. That I like a lot more. So we can get to that. It's fine. It's not my favorite. Go ahead. I thought there was going to be the part where there's like, oh man, I'm not going to find it this way. I'm really not going to find it this way. There's like a part in the movie's like, he's kind of like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Nope. There's no easy way to say these things to you. Oh yeah. There's no easy way to tell you what is real. So come That's on, it. <laughs> you like that or you don't? I actually like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I li- again, musically I like I like it. I like I just, every song. I like their sound. You know what I mean? Yes. That's what I'm saying. You you can get away with anything if you're giving me the sound. So go ahead. Mass I like murder. the song and I like Bill and I feel bad for him. I feel bad nice for man. him too. It's just he's a nice guy. I'm sure he is, and I'm sure that's a heartbreaking situation to be in. And you want to follow your dream, but you also have a kid to take care of. You uh, and you want both. I understand this is a hard play. I'm just telling you how it hit me as I sit here today as a 30 year old in 2023. I'm just making sure we have enough time. I we don't. <laughs> Go to the next one. We've got time. You know what I like about the when I saw them live, they'll watch the other bands. It's not something you see. They just seem like good guys. He he's actually here's the I went and saw them. Keep talking. He played with Alkaline Trio. 
And uh, he snuck out onto the stage and sat behind the cabinets to sit and talk to the the drum player during the show. And they're like, Matt Skiba was like, there's Bill's on stage. Like, we love him. And he just kind of waved and was like joking around with them. I'm like, you don't have to do that. You're 50. They just seem like cool, nice guys. I like, I, w- I would want to hang out with them. I hope to someday. Here's Mass Nerder. <laughs> Carl wrote this? Oh. I was going to say, I don't think so, right? I think this is Milo. Has to be. When I find Wikipedia. Yeah. His theme song. Big specs. Yeah. Just get to my part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here it comes. Yeah, it's good. Love this song. Another one is you just kind of relate. You go... I don't think I've heard music like this for me. That's the you thing. Know? It's all kind of <laughs> atypical, isn't it? Because every other band like this is going to be talking about mm. skipping class. Yep. Going to smoke reefer. Yeah. With definitely. their... Apparently with my neighbors in my apartment, according yeah. to the email I just got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, this is good. It's fun. It's another one where before I knew what I was getting myself into mm. with this group, I said, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know. I didn't. What I does had that no- mean when you're this far into the album? It's a song 11. Well, th- I just, I pointed at it for you. <laughs> the, uh, my first listen, I told you mm. it was just kind of on in the background and okay. I, I wasn't paying attention. And then they just keep saying, I'll kick their asses in the class. I'll kick their asses in the class. Going to get good grades. And I was like, what are we doing? Hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. No, no. Stop. Stop. Yep. And he's stop. like, I have, do, do, I have do. to turn this up. So, will you stop? Dang. That's uh, Carl. Yeah. I had to turn it up. I said, I can't be. And that's why I said, I can't be doing this with just as background music. I need to, I need to intellectually delve into it. You know what I like? The song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cool thing. A goatee. (laughs) No, I love it. And the second time I listened to it, I said, ah, I get it. I get the the whole vibe, you know? So that's what I want to come here and tell you on this final song. So you really didn't get, you really didn't know what they sounded like at all. You didn't know what the band was. I didn't know that they, I knew kind of the genre, yeah. but I had not heard a single thing. I didn't know any of their, like I said, I didn't know their philosophy. I didn't know what point of view they were bringing to the table. I knew and that they it's... have a mascot that looks like Bart Simpson with glasses <laughs> and and that's it. And it's real. Like I said, he, he wears around his, yes, a, a little water bottle. You said he's got his little headband with his glasses. Yeah. They all just, their kids are there sometimes like, 
after I I listened to the album a few times and I st- and I it all unlocked for me and I said, "Oh, okay. Now I I get it now. They're not it's not what I thought." Okay? Mm. That I guess that's what I was going in with one thought and then it took me a listen through to realize I had it wrong. So you now I just course I had to adjust my perception, and then I was like, "Oh no, no, we're we're having fun. We're just we're just cool, nice, funny guys that like th- to hang out and play I music." I think there is a. I don't know. It's with any band, you don't know what's going on until you give them a listen. Exactly. It's like with you brought up well on our other show, not to plug that one, but with Bad Religion, their lead singer is an evolutionary biologist. Mm. So a lot of these bands, and it's like, yeah. well, their lyrics are crazy smart. And you, there's an image and an idea about a band. Yeah. And, and once you listen to them, you go, oh, that's not. So like my, what I'm listening to or what people think I'm listening to is a lot different than yeah what I am listening to, which is awesome music. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna kick their asses in class. And it's just fun. It's fun. And it's like, yeah. That's, and then the end's like, we don't have time for this. Gotta get good grades. We want spree. Yeah. We must read. Just fun, okay? Now, another one? Next song? You good with that? I'm good with it. I thought he was saying, we want spring. We want spring, and then eventually, we want spring break. Oh, no, we must read. Yeah, that makes more sense. (laughs) Oh, yeah, here, this is... This is my favorite song on the album. Yeah, (laughs) maybe. It's it's mine. And I think Bill wrote this. Is yep. that right? This guy's got a hell of a life. <laughs> we'll we'll stop soon. Hold on. Well, we got to get to the chorus. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what the song's about? Yep. Okay. I looked it up. I would encourage anyone that cares uh, about music. <laughs> watch the, the filmage documentary about oh. Descendants. Because he gets into this and he starts crying. And every time this song yeah, comes on. It's emotional. Yes. we. I will get a text from my girlfriend. It's like, I'm just listening. <laughs> the song came on and now I like, feel... It's about his dad. They had a bad relationship. They had a bad relationship. And then when he was dying, he had to take care of him. I think he said in the documentary, I don't know if you read, he, his dad worked like 22 hours a day. Oh, no. Like he worked two jobs, 22 hours a day, would come home, put him to bed, like sleep for three hours and go back to work. And he's like, he did all this for us, mm-hmm. but he like hated me. Yeah. And then he said, and he said now in, in interviews past this, he's like, I understand now that I'm even older, like, there was dementia involved. Like there were all these things happening. Sure. 
but they never got to like i mean it's in the song yeah it's just yeah it's a i'll say the first time i listened to it i was trying to figure out what who he's talking to yeah because it is without that context it is a little because it's I mean, it's a great song. I will mm-hmm. say that, like right away, I was like, "Oh, this is my favorite song." Yep. Um, it's it seems like the most songy song of all of them. Also, just uh, from a level of like, there's verse, chorus, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, verse, mm-hmm. pre-chorus. You know, and some of the other ones don't always have the same structure and stuff, which I also like. But it just felt like uh, this one was an important one. Like they. Yeah, they yeah. spent a little more time on this one, and uh, yeah, then I was just reading about the band, and they were like, This song kept coming up, so I was like, Yeah, that is a good song. So I looked into it, and yeah, it's sad. Yep, yeah, being in the hospital, cold antiseptic stairs, the smell of the sick room air, all this stuff about he just regrets what you know, it's like, Yeah, god, that's a heavy. Happy song. It's the regret and also like trying to reconcile with someone who you love but also hates you. Yeah. But you also know they love you. Yeah. And, and also you didn't hate know how them, to show it to you. Yeah. And you... <laughs> like it's just such a, and I think it more than any other song kind of on this album anyway, uh, deftly sort of. Well, I, I guess I don't want to say it. it's it's a bigger concept than the other songs, I guess. Yeah, and it sort of definitely hand, handles it, uh, and it's great. Just musically, I, it's probably the catchiest song. Also, and when it kind of goes like I'm walking around my house going one more day <laughs> like yesterday. Shut up. <laughs> There's the part where it kind of like slows down. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's yeah. How I could just turn my back. How I could just walk away. How I could just close my eyes and watch you die. The little harmonizing. Yeah. Yeah, this part. Yeah. But still like he's back there. Is that where you went, huh? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Great song. One of my favorites of theirs. Yeah. It's great. Ever. It's great. Yeah. That's That chorus was stuck in my head. And then go ahead and we'll go to the next one if, if you're done. I'm, I was just going to say in the documentary, he's like, I don't want to talk about it's like he'll write these songs mm. and he's like, that's he'll put them that's out. It. And then when they ask him about it, like they then cut to the other bandmates talking about his dad. Mm. They're like, I didn't know him that well, but like it, he seemed really hard on like, yeah, but he won't like the song is what he put out. And he's like, I can't talk about it. Like, I don't want to. Yeah. He it's said in- his interesting. Piece. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Tack. Tack. Face, face. I hear the hat on the sale at Thrift 
That's what you know. Whenever you watch a drummer, I mean yeah. you, you know this. Sure, you had a drummer once. <laughs> but the songs going on, and they're just like back there going like, like they're not singing the song. But yeah, like, one, two, eight, eight, eight. <laughs> and, and. <laughs> they're just saying nonsense. Like fuck, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've never seen that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what are you saying? What's he? What you saying? Well, what you don't know is everyone else has an inner in <laughs> that's listening to the track, and he's got his is an AirPod. Mm-hmm. The drummer's typically talking to his doctor. Yeah, <laughs> for most of the show. This hurts. <laughs> Every time I kick my ankle, it's sore. Uh. Where where one more day was the catchiest chorus. This song mm. was stuck in my head. Wow, the music was catchy. Mm-hmm. The I was singing that. I was walking around my house singing that. Mm. I didn't even know the words yet, and I was going. Well, I need. The lyrics for you, luckily, are kind of nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's fun. It's it's a. It, I like it, but like you, coming off of one more day. Yeah, this just sort of feels like uh, we're finishing up the album here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this one was. They, I think they probably had like, well, this song is like awesome. Like, yeah, we, we have a cool guitar part where the drums are rocking, the bass is bassing, and uh, do you know sometimes a song just sounds like a B side. I'm not saying that about this one necessarily, but no. sometimes I'll listen to a song and I'll go, that one, this was on the edge of not making it. Yeah. And it kind of feels like they had a good, but it's not, the lyrics don't stick for me. No, but I, I, I get what it's about, but yeah. Time for a new it just, me. It, but it does sound nice. This is one of my favorite songs on the album. I want to see this live. Okay. Well, I was gonna go see him soon, but I we're pro- we got stuff to do. You know. Shoot. Well, I'll so probably I'll talk go. to you about it later. I'm gonna to have to cancel a big thing with you. <laughs> I'll I will be there. Anything else to say about this? You like it? It's one of my favorite okay. songs on the album. So far, so good. I think I picked a good album to start with. Let's go to Anchor Grill. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Carl? No. Is this Bill? Bill. Jesus, Bill. (laughs) So did he break up with his wife? I don't care. (laughs) Well, let's see. He's been with his wife 22 years. This This must have been about his first relationship. You think? Well, I mean, I don't care. And you know what? I'm going to yell it. No, I'm not mad at you. I'm just going to say something. Well, here's what I'll say. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I like the sentiment of this song. Me too. This part. Yeah. It's just about a couple that are older. Yeah, that's that's what makes me think it's about his... Current, yes, they've bow. got all this they've shit going on. They go back to this years. place, yeah. not a big fancy place, right? 
Right, it's just the Anchor Grill, for the love of God. Right, maybe it is a great. I don't know. In my head, it's like a place that's by the beach or something. In my yeah, in my head, like it's they just used to go like, on dates there. Or yeah, something. exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, no, it's. I think I like I like the sentiment of it's the song. a good song. It's um, a good song. It's just, um, no, it's good. Is this where you say the album could have been? 12 songs the album could have been no it's such songs. a short album too every song That's is like thing. two minutes so even if it's like ugh, i don't really like i like the music but mm-hmm. lyrically i'm not super into the song it's still by the end of it i'm like oh this was fun to bop around to mm-hmm. what what am i gonna do skip a two-minute song yeah I i'm like- not going to and it is good like the again the music is good some it's just the tale of this album for me is some of the lyrics don't hit for me but it's not about the lyrics mm-hmm. is what i'm at least to me You don't think that's nice? I do, but Asshole. keep playing. Oh. That's Bill. We need a new life too. <laughs> no, it's it's fun. It it is. It, I love the sentiment. Oh, I was gonna tell you something before we started this. What? Well, I like this song. I like it too. Okay. And now we're on the last song of the album, and then I'll tell you. We got time. I like this uh, opening to this song, especially. (laughs) Go ahead and play it. I want to see this live. Yep. They're about... You can tell this is the last song of the album. Yes, I was going to (laughs) say, this is... And in the live show, I imagine this is maybe the last song before they play their... Before they come for their encore. Yeah. And you're just like, yes! Let's get through the chorus. Hurry up. Great chorus. We're rocking the bass. Yeah! Come on! Nope. Just about loving music. Yeah. He just wants to make some music for the love and of God. And they haven't felt this way. Yeah. It's been so long since their last album. Goosebumps been gone. I love this song. It's one of my long. favorites of theirs. Yeah. They'll stick around. Who knows how long they'll stick around? Please stick around. And then it was 12 years until they put out their <laughs> next album. <laughs> like, well, we, <laughs> we can't just do this all the time. It's like I have class to teach or whatever. So great song. I don't know what else to say about this one. Yeah. Just I don't listen know. to it. It's a great. Great song, great way to finish off the album. I just want to create. It doesn't matter how I do it. Nobody like ever that. said there's nothing to it. That's something I needed to hear after the weekend I just had. <laughs> Serious? No, I know. I listened to it today again after listening to it a bunch, of the, and I was like, you know what? He's right. Yeah, doesn't matter. Just do it. It's one. It kind of goes back to one of my favorite Kurt Vonnegut quotes of like, uh, I'm not going to say it verbatim, but. Basically, it's just the sentiment of just do. Mm. Just do it. Just create stuff. It's better than not. I thought it was gonna, you were going to do the one where you tell me just be kind, like they say at every graduation oh. or whatever. God damn it, babies, yeah. you got to be kind. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, why is Jim Carrey at my graduation <laughs> telling me this? And he made a painting? Yeah. 
Hello, Maharishi. I hope you like it. <laughs> and goddammit, babies, you've got to be kind. We're all floating now. <laughs> so, great song, right? Great song. What do you think about this album? I love this album. You've made a fan of out of me. Thank you. I thought you might like it. Yeah, you were right. <laughs> There's a couple. And I, I think uh, I get why you like it. I get why these guys are among your favorite bands mm. ever. I'll be checking out. I'll be checking out their oof. Check and out Everything Sucks. Of course, yeah. Milo going to be college now. Yes. I'll be going through their whole discography. I'm going to check out that documentary. I You may have uh, made a fan out of me for life. I think friend. you'll like... Hey, everyone that... And there's not a lot of people, but if I if it comes up and it's on and people start listening, mm-hmm. it's one of those automatic like, oh, I do like this. Yeah. Even people whose music tastes I had almost nothing in common with. Sure. This was another... Of like anyone can get on board with these guys. Yeah, you hope. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they've got even their their newest album. Not uh, well, Ninth and Walnut is kind of a weird album. Okay, because they were songs that were written a while ago, mm-hmm. and some of the lyrics were even written by band members that are no longer with them. And then Milo, the dead guy. Yeah, and then Milo did the did the vocals, and he's even said on one of them, he's like. Yeah, Frank was an angry guy, and we don't. It's like I don't necessarily feel this way, but he uh-huh. wrote this song, and we wanted so we're to put him out, kind of honor it. That's so it's cool. cool. But Hypercaffeum Spazinate is great. That <laughs> was their 2016 album. You might, if you like this one, you're gonna like that one. Yeah, I'll be checking him out. But what I was gonna say, two quick things before we run out of memory here. Another, I saw them once at Riot Fest. I watched them, ran over to watch to see Death Cab for Cutie right afterwards. Mm-hmm. And the lead singer of that band, Ben, Benjamin Gibbard. Yes. He was like, I just wanted to say, after a couple songs, he's like, I just watched Descendants, and they're one of my favorite bands of all time. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe I got to see them. It's just like all these different styles. And he played, uh, I think, I Will Follow You Into the Dark. And in the middle of the song, he started playing Silly Girl, one of their songs. Right. And you're just like, all these bands. That's what it just gives you goosebumps. Yeah. They have been gone for so long. And it does strike me that they're kind of a, they seem more of a niche Mm -hmm. sort of thing, but also they've, you can feel their influence everywhere by like artists. Yep. By actual artists. By real artists. Yeah. Not like the AI artists that you're trying to (laughs) make me like. Yes. People that I look up to. Yeah. That's how I got into them. Mm -hmm. Said, all these bands talk about these guys yeah. that look up to them. It's like, what is this? And it, it is older, especially then. It's like 1982. What are you like? Right. This is a hundred years old. Is this on a wax cylinder? <laughs> and you listen to it. And it's like, they could have put this out today. Yeah. Some of the stuff that's on Milo goes to college could have come out today. Well, that's the one thing I want to say about this also is every single song I would want to see live. Yep. Like it just, it puts me, and I think they recorded it live in the studio and then maybe overdubbed the vocals, but from what I read, they a lot of it was just done in the room. Mm-hmm. And it feels like that. It's just one of those where you're like, if I was at a festival and this band started playing, I would stay for the whole set. I would go buy their CD. And, you know, who? what does that mean coming from me? Nothing. But well, it's, I mean, they are, I've seen them, like I said, this past year, and they yeah. were one of the most intense. We had to get out of there. It was crazy. And then I saw a kid probably 10 years younger than me at least wearing like a shirt of their it's like they're still kind of they're yeah gaining fans and it's nice they, hey they've gained one here today and i love to hear that because i'm sure there will be stuff down the pipeline that 
is not going to be as well received, but mm. I hope it is. Indeed. I'm, and I'm not going to pick stuff to just make you mad. But I will let's I'll leave you with this. Yes. Do we have time? <laughs> we have a second. Okay. A, your second point, please. If there's anything that could be said about picking this as the perfect record for today on the drive here mm. from work, mm. there's a guy driving a car next to me and his license plate was Mug X3. Mug times three. And I was like, Mug times like Mug three times. Mug, mug, mug. Mug, mug, mug. Mug, mug, mug. I was like, You've got to be fucking kidding me. And I'm going to swear on this show. Fine. We don't on our other show. <laughs> but the beginning of Coffee Mug by Descendants. Yes. Did you listen to this one? No. Because this I was know, his I license know. plate. I know it's a song. <laughs> He's a fan. Out of everything. I wanted to roll down my window because I was listening to... <laughs> This out the the la- I was listening to Cool to Be You. And you I saw that and I was like, "There's no way." You wanted to roll down your window and just turn it up and say, "Hey!" <laughs> I wanted to say, "Hey, mug, mug, mug." <laughs> See, so, that's funny. That's Descendants. Cool to be you. I love it. Do we have to? We got to pick another album. We got to rate it first. Are we going to run out of battery seven, or whatever? I give it a seven point five. Okay, I give it a ten. I mean, what do you, what do you want me to do? Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do that with all the albums I bring here. No, of course but not. But I love this band. Yeah, I think so. God, 7.5 almost feels too low. You can but, go 8. Yeah, I'll go Well, eight. we'll see. I'll go 8. You'll give it an 8. I'll, I'll go 8. Okay. Um, yes. So I, in the vein of, uh, I, now I pick, right? Yep. In the vein of this, I'm going to go with a band from the late 80s, early 90s, who is a niche sort of thing that um I dis I discovered because other artists that I like like them and mm-hmm. then now that they're among my favorite bands ever. They only put out two albums and they uh are not the same music at all, but uh I think you'll like it. Um and I'm trying to decide because one of them is trying like to guess if I could figure this out. <laughs> I don't think you do because okay. I've never talked to you about them ever. Okay. <laughs> And you don't know anything about it. <laughs> but they are someone also that like I'll, randomly will just come up on random podcasts and mm-hmm. stuff where they'll be name drops. I'm like, their influence knows no bounds. The band is Jellyfish. The album, well, I'm of two minds because their first album is probably considered the better album, but their second album is my favorite. And has, That's what I had problem with this. And it, but it's like two albums, so we'll probably eventually get to the other one. So I feel like probably the better introductory album will be their first, Jellyfish, Belly Button. Yeah, I'm stumped. <laughs> <laughs> Jellyfish, Belly Button. Go home and listen to it, kids. Next week, we'll talk about it. Have fun. Bye. Each week we listen to an album, here's our mind. Just know it's gonna take about three hours of your time To hear us complain or praise each other's taste But no matter what, at the end of the day We're just best friends who love different music We are earbuds, earbuds, earbuds This is Earbuds